Welcome to Miss You Sires and Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. Yes, and we are continuing on through our adventure with the Shadow Hunters. Our Shadow Hunter friends. And they are friends. And they are friends. With each other, theoretically. <laughs> and with us. So this episode, we one one of the, the the quantum things that we have to deal with in the Shadow Hunters is we will occasionally have the clave flip flop between um, over uh, overbearing fascist mm-hmm. uh, government and, and utterly ineffectual, utterly ineffectual, <laughs> can't get anything done. We get fascist government in this one, but we also kind of get utterly ineffectual. Well, they are somehow both. Well, okay. The, here's the thing: the the I guess utterly ineffectual is not the thing because even when they're supposed to be at their most like effective, uh, they're uh, ineffectual. Like, well, like no, no. Even when they're the most like like fascist they're obviously doing it in an ineffective like they're not achieving the goal they want to achieve they're just being fascist but sometimes it's like oh no the clave is like totally overrun and there's not enough shadow hunters and they won't do what needs to be done that's more of what i mean it's like that we sometimes get that version of them so i guess maybe ineffectual isn't the right word because they're always ineffectual it is shocking that this world still exists if these are the people in charge of like keeping the demons out of the world (laughs) they spend no time hunting actual demons ever and when a demon is there they're like oh i get yeah i guess that small group of just jason Allah can focus on that demon the rest of us got to look at our screens yeah like when was the last time that they actually like this was the greater demon but like they never deal with actual demon stuff. They are so worried about downworlders the, doing nothing. Yeah, the 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 clave is t- terrible. They're so terrible. And in this episode, we get direct references to the Holocaust, to the witch trials, <laughs> to racial profiling. Yep. Uh, I will say, a nice thing is that <laughs> they do it better than Riverdale. I think. And I hate that we always have talked about Riverdale. But Riverdale is our main. It's our main show. It's our main show. Um, because Riverdale does do these things as well, but they always come off as lip service. I think because mm-hmm. they could pop up for like, except for that weird union thing, which lasted forever, <laughs> then had no payoff. No impact on what was going on. <laughs> um, well, this one, it is a core part of the story. We're just getting a very... We're just getting it the focus of this episode. It's always been a part of the story. It is. This is a bit of a... This is not the best episode of Shadowhunters. This is a bit of a ham-fisted exploration of prejudice through the ages. It is, but I I would say that I think it does a... It does a very good job of portraying how you can get to that point. I, I think it actually does a very good show of that and how good intentions can lead to horrific outcomes. Uh, and we have to see those outcomes. We sure do. <laughs> we sure do. Because as you could tell, boy, is this going to be a fun one. <laughs> Man, the jokes will come uh, because this is Shadow Hunters Season 2, Episode 13. Those of demon blood. Those of demon blood. Well, we'll start with some lightness, some levity. Yeah. Clary, because 
Of course she is this girlfriend. <laughs> Got Simon a gig. Simon's band, which she knows is just Simon. I, I don't know how much she knows is just Simon. I mean, she has to assume he became a vampire for so long. She implies in the scene that also he's played for her in the boathouse. So yeah. Anyway, but, Claire got him a gig. Yeah, she booked a show for Rock Solid Panda, <laughs> which is, I guess, the name they landed on. I mean, one of the ongoing jokes is their name does always change, which I, I do like. I did. I was reminded that this show kind of began with her acting as their pseudo manager. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like she, was, she wasn't their manager, but she was, She like, was very supportive of them. And she, like, would help them do things. So yeah. So, she was their pseudo-manager. Uh, and we're we're right back there, because I guess everything's chill. Valentine's in jail. Everything's good in the everything's world. Everything's good in the world. Uh, so, he's going to play a show. It is going to be The Hunter's Moon. He is afraid. Because it's The Hunter's Moon. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, Simon does not want those mean vamps to make fun of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, it's cute. It's too cute, specifically. For, for Jason Maya. <laughs> Jason Maya. Are like six feet away from their table at the bar and just staring. So I, I don't imagine that these two are endgame, but... Damn, do they hit, like, every scene is so much chemistry with these two. It's It's, true. It is aggressive chemistry every time they speak. Now, I will say, the actor who plays Jace is really good at chemistry. He does have chemistry with everyone. Yeah. But it's it's electric. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, apparently, it's been spread around everywhere now that Jace is a Herondale, his third last name of the summer. And uh, there's just, like, lots of banter about what it means to be Shadowhunter royalty. And Jace being like, I don't even know who I am. This is weird because I thought, like, the Lightwoods were already Shadowhunter royalty. And they do imply later. Izzy says the Lightwoods (laughs) are the Kennedys. I will say, it might be. We've we've only ever heard that from the Lightwoods. (laughs) (laughs) And we do know that the Lightwoods... We're Def, in the circle. We're in the circle. Why they were left in charge of a... Well, I actually, I made a, uh, an idea about that earlier on. Mm. Which is, I think New York is actually not that important of a institute. I think so, too. I just wish they had no shadow extras. That would make it so much more obvious. That, that essentially these two people who were in the... Who were in... Like, because the Lightwood name was important. Mm-hmm. But now, with, like, they're, with all their obsessions with... Uh, uh, history and lineage and all those things. So, well, we have to give them something. Oh, give them the New York one. Give nothing. Them the dumb institute where nothing happens. And I, I love the idea that New York is a place where nothing happens until Valentine found Clary. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's an epicenter of like all kinds of chaos. And they're like, ah, hell. Ah, shoot. We're spending all this time in London. And, I don't know, Mumbai. And then you could do fun things where they're, like, frantically trying to, like, scale up the operations in New York, but they just, like, do not I, have the infrastructure for it. I just like, it. like it because, the impl- like, the idea that you have is, like, us as a like, very Western world is like, well, of course, New York must be the center of demon power. It's like, no, it's just a city. Instead, they're down in San Juan or something. It's, it's a very new city in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Like, Magnus, it was around before New York was a thought in people's heads. Exactly. So, I I, I like that. I'm going to keep that as my headcanon. Uh, meanwhile, back in the real world, uh, by the real world meaning 
the context of this show. Jace is gonna pull a Jace because uh, Kaylee, the Seelie who we met in like season one. We did meet her? Okay, I'm like reasonably sure we've met her. I think Jace had sex with her when he was living in Magnus's house. Oh, she was maybe, okay. But she, she is a character from the books who works at a diner they go to a lot. So I am just concerned that I'm like filling in blanks being like, of course Kaylee's a character. I honestly think that the, his string of Seely flings uh, wasn't. I don't think they had names. <laughs> but he just like when he says Kaylee, the show sets it up like we know who oh, that girl is. Well, I think the show sets it up that Jace knows who the girl yeah. is. I was and willing to be like, oh, he knows her. He sets up immediately. Hey, it's been a while since I've seen you. And like because it's a name from the books, I'm just who does not have the storyline. Yeah, um, I'm just assuming that she appeared before, but maybe. Maybe then I'm wrong. Part of the um, condensed uh, condensed time that this series takes place over is, unfortunately, we don't get a whole lot of personal time to constantly reinforce that Jace is supposed to be some kind of a playboy. Yes. Like, we, we got, when he was kicked out of the Institute, he just was just... He was having with, sex in Magnus's house. Yeah. Um, and this seems to imply that, like, yeah, he... He is, no. and Kaylee, she does not like it. <laughs> Though Maya puts it in a different perspective where she's like, oh, she's like, oh, well, look, looks like your charm doesn't hit anyone. Also, keep in mind, you are the indirect cause of many people's deaths. Which, I mean... Semi-indirect. He he did touch that sword. <laughs> For many people, they would say direct. He did activate the nuke. He was <laughs> tricked, but he did do it. Yeah, so, and when you're that far away from what actually happened... The difference is probably seems insubstantial. Well, especially because no one knows necessarily that he was actually tricked, and it yeah. seems like a Shadowhunter lie. Absolutely. Now, speaking of Shadowhunter lies, <laughs> Clary watches that flirting happen, and, and then, then weirdly and like taps Simon, like, "Hey, let's get out of, well, get out of here, okay?" Her and Jace make a moment of lingering eye contact, and then Clary's <laughs> like, "We gotta go immediately. <laughs> we have to leave." <laughs> Uh, and unfortunately, as they leave, Simon smells some blood and leads him to a mutilated boy. <gasps> and unlike Riverdale, <laughs> they're will, gonna follow that we trail. Will follow up. <laughs> I need I need everyone out there to know. Me and Aaron have made the a mutilated boy reference in real life, and it does not land anywhere else because it's a horrific thing to say. But they don't know it's a storyline that Riverdale set up and did not follow through on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Riverdale, they, we know you're listening. You have one more season. They are. They're in a different timeline now. They cannot do it. Oh, that's right. Okay. So. This this mutilated boy is a full grown man, uh, and he is a shadow hunter. And Ooh. all his ruins were cut off, cut off, and just sort of cast aside in a trail to lead to his body. So that is horrifying. Yes, but what is more horrifying is that Max <laughs> is back. Yeah, I hate Max. Yeah, well, the scene starts out so well. Isabel, like she's. She's looking good. She's going to her uh, her attic meetings. They all think it's heroin, and honestly, it's close it's enough. It's basically heroin. Uh, but, but she's got to be in charge of something. Oh, she's got to take Max under her wing. God damn it! Uh, I do. I do not trust this little punk. No. I, every scene he's in, I'm afraid. I'm. I'm just clutching waiting. my heart, feeling like he's going to say something racist. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to go wild in. I'm. I'm waiting for him to just stab like. A vampire being like, but we kill vampires, don't we? 
I'm I'm so worried. <laughs> I know. And I think the show thinks they made him like precocious and brave. <laughs> no, no. No, because we know we know what he said to Jace when he was not being mind or a hallucination. <laughs> yeah. He was what, not a hallucination. And the, and he, the way he treated Magnet, like ugh, it's a lot. We know, we know. So um this Shadow Hunter was killed by a wolf, but do they figured out due to the claw marks and the uh, DNA. Yeah, and the bites. And the bites. But, like, you know, it appears to us that when wolves are wolfed and they're fighting, they're not super in control of themselves a lot. Well, I mean, it looks like he was mauled by a dog. But it is weird that he was mauled by a dog, and, and then, then that dog casually transformed back into a man or woman and cut off all of his ruins. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it, it shows a, a definite, like, Desire that this lo- does look like a a werewolf who became a wolf to kill a shadow hunter, not in self defense, and nope. then cut off all his runes. And Imogen, ooh, she thinks she knows who, and it is a wild first pull. It is quite a guess. It feels like she's she was like, I know one werewolf. So it must be him. It's like she's playing off economy of characters. Well, and the show tries to, like, make it like, ooh, who could it be? Because they do, like, cut another scene in the middle there. Yeah. A a scene where Simon is confronted by who I will just call his cult. (laughs) And his cult does think he's vampire Jesus. Oh, yeah. They're like, there was a prophecy once that there would be a vampire and they would be able to walk in the sun. We want to join your clan. And Simon's like, I'm 18. I've been a vampire for three weeks. <laughs> and I don't have a clan. It is, it is worth, like, I had to, I have to, I have to always step back and remind myself, Simon being kind of whiny about the whole vampire thing feels to us very whiny, because for us it's been like two and a half years. Yeah. But for him it's been three weeks. And look. So it's fine. <laughs> sometimes if, like, I run out of gas... I'm whining about that for three weeks. Yeah, sometimes th- things can happen and they can last for a while, especially considering how he was a normal boy. Yep. Turned into a vampire. Yep. Turned into a day a special magic vampire. Yep. And now he's living his life. Like, it's a lot for three weeks. It's a lot to go on. <laughs> and, like, he also, loved his best friend, then he dated Maya, now he's dating yeah, his best friend. <laughs> he dated Maya for, like, two days it's true yeah oh he was dating maureen in one point too wasn't he no he slept with maureen but he hallucinated her as clary oh yes well they slept together once effectively i don't know because they broke up so simon tries to download all of this onto luke and he's like i can't lead a cult and then luke says the wildest thing hey buddy how many 18 year olds started a band a lot. So many. A lot, man. A lot. A Luke. lot of them have. Luke, I. This is the part where Luke really does come off like a like a forty year old dad. Oh yeah. Who's like, oh buddy. I mean, wow. Oh, you you started a band. All I ever done is be a cop. <laughs> but the funniest thing is, you started a band. Ergo, you can lead a cult of vampires. Yeah. That is the parallel that Luke is making, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. If you do one thing, you can do the other. And then because he mentioned Clary, we get we get a scene that is good in one way. First, he wants to clarify because he is a dad. Mm. Uh, but he, he is both Clary and Simon's dad, <laughs> which is rough. <laughs> but luckily, he's neither of their actual dads. Yes. 
True. He's neither of their actual dads. But he's he both is their dad spiritual both dads. <laughs> yep. So he's going to give them some advice on spiritual incest. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than Jason Clary. <laughs> so it's, it honestly is. <laughs> now... <laughs> So Luke. his advice is, well, I hope you're being safe. And Simon, okay, Simon says something that needs to be interrogated for a, for just a second. He first is being like, oh, he's thinking condoms. He's yeah, safe he's like, I'm a vampire. Oh, oh. He's like, oh, well, I just figured that I couldn't get her pregnant because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't figure that. You need to check on that. Uh, because Simon, you live in the age of Twilight. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't think I would just assume that, oh, I guess I can't get anyone pregnant anymore. I thought I... Because that's where Renesmee came from, Simon. <laughs> well, also, like, I kind of thought maybe that's, like, true blood vampires. Like, vampires could have kids. Remember, they could. I said, I said that earlier where I'm like, I guess maybe two vampires can make... Well, no, no I said was two werewolves. werewolves. Yeah. I think vampires live forever. Yeah. So I never really go. But I'm just but, saying... But we... Simon, you don't know the rules of your world. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way Raphael told him. Oh, definitely not. If Simon went up to Raphael and was like, Raphael, I have a question. If I am getting close with a woman, please, no, no, we're done. <laughs> done the conversation immediately. Yeah, Raphael does not like Simon no, Raphael, for that. <laughs> Raphael is totally is checking out of that guy. He's not giving him safe sex advice. Uh, but no, Luke meant bloodlust. And Simon's like, oh, no, I can control myself. Well, And I like the... Good. It's good that Luke actually brings up, hey, I know you're a daylighter. I know you want to go out and live your normal life. You are still a vampire. Mm-hmm. And I, it's glad, I'm it's i glad that somebody, because everyone else is treating you like, oh, you just go live your normal life. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He is still a vampire. He's still, and so. That's why he needs a dad. Yeah. Uh, now, this, unfortunately, is uh, broken up by the cops arriving. Yep. So, Alec arrives because... The person that Imogen was thinking of, of course, was Luke. the only wolf she knows, Luke. Now, here's what I'll say. Bringing in Luke makes sense because mm. he is the where he is a he's wolf. He's the head of he's the a, wolves. And he's a wolf who know like he's worked with the clay before. Bring him for questioning less so. Yeah, that's the thing. Like any I'm sorry, Victor Aldertree would have brought him in as like a Oh, I want to get information from you. You know what? It depends on the episode. That's true. Lydia absolutely would have been like, I need to work with Luke. Yeah. Um, and that just shows that Imogen doesn't know a lot. Imogen is terrible and in charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's like, hey, I think you killed him. No, she does have a little bit of evidence. This is the loosest theory ever. It is very loose, and it's more than she'll have with anything else that goes on this episode, which is that a week ago, Luke was like, hey... You know, you got a nuke that kills all downworlders. Maybe we should destroy could it. Could you destroy it? And she's like, no, it's an important cultural artifact. Actually, I think probably the thing is that it is supposed to be the panic button yeah. to wipe all demons out of existence. But only those in the path. It's weird. Not behind the walls of the Institute. <laughs> it feels like they really should have used this weapon before all the demon blood got into the human population. Yeah. Then like, we wouldn't be here. Then we wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> Maybe anyway. it doesn't work in hell. <laughs> but um, she's like, this might be enough reason that you wanted to get revenge on this and did all this. But he's like, no, no, no just, just, just cross-reference my DNA with the DNA you have. Let's because get this done. Luke is a cop, and he knows how to play the cop Luke game. Luke is a cop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, <laughs> Alex, Alex is like... 
now this is dumb. No <laughs> Alec way. does think this is dumb. <laughs> There's no way he could be. So after they get uh, Luke off to do that, Jace is similarly like, this definitely is not what happened. And Imogen's like, cool. I didn't like it when Alec said that, but Jace, when you said this isn't what happened, I like that you trust your gut and follow your instincts, because that's what Herondales do. Im- I have never seen such a perfect encapsulation of nepotism. <laughs> True hypocrisy. hypocrisy. Like, we mentioned, I think we mentioned in the last episode, the the fact that she looks at the exact same traits in Jace. That she hated before. That she hated before she learned it was blood and is like, (laughs) nah, you trust your gut. Us Herondales, we trust our gut and we act accordingly. And it sucks every single time because she trusted her gut on Luke. Her son trusted his gut on joining the circle. So maybe... (laughs) Herondales, you should chill. Yeah, Herondales, maybe your judgment is not as good as the Lightwood children who are male. I'm just saying maybe everyone needs to not trust their gut so much. Right? Maybe think about things. And then, you know, they talk a little bit about Jace's... Uh, Eyes are like his mom's yeah, his parents. Blah, blah, blah. She, she says you got your stubbornness from your mom. When last episode she says directly he got his stubbornness from his dad. So she is just she she's just trying her best to have a grandkid. Imogen's just trying to love this boy. And and I mean Jace is trying real hard to have an actual have a a blood family cuz he has had so many families that were not his blood. Yeah, he's like, well, maybe this one won't suck. <laughs> maybe this one won't die or be evil or, or be no, or die. hate me when they think I have demon blood <laughs> or huh. be in love with me, like yeah. sexually. Maybe this will be a normal relationship with my fascist grandma. And now it won't be because be. she goes, look, I'm going to have to do some Idris at some point. Idris being a stand-in for business. You you know what it is. You know every every so often everybody just has to leave to Idris for a while. It's the way that they get rid of characters for a short amount of time. And uh when she has to go do some Idris, Jace <laughs> should be in charge of the institute. Oh man. That that hep- that nepotism, it just hits hard. You live in your life one day then <laughs> Your grandma's like, hey, I'm going to put you in charge of the Institute. I know. I think everyone else is more qualified than you. Yeah, except for maybe Izzy. No, Izzy's Izzy's supposed to be more qualified. She's the ME. She's the best fighter. She's she's just on drugs. But she's younger than Jace. She might be the only Shadowhunter younger than him and Clary. (laughs) That's true. I mean. But what about Raj or Lindsay or the rest of these grown adults? is Dead? No, Raj was at the party where they all got brainwashed because he wanted to have a threesome. I thought he died. With Simon and Maya. I thought he died after. I thought he died in like the whole Valentine oh, taking over the Institute. Maybe thing. he was one of the people who died. Yeah, I think I I think you know what? He's either he's dead or he's not. He's a, he's in a very dot like situation. <laughs> so anyway, Jace is like, well, no, I think Alec should be in charge of the Institute. And then he goes and tells Alec, Alec, I really thought you should have been in charge of the Institute. And Alex's like, I can't even with I, this. I don't know what's going on. But because there's two more dead shadow hunters. And now is a perfect time to bring up that the naming conventions of the shadow extras <laughs> feels like a random name generator. Oh, they definitely put shadow hunter names like in a fishbowl. Because and- <laughs> every shadow hunter name, except for 
Morgenstern, I think, <laughs> is just two words. Rose Green, Penmount, Key Tower, Lockhart, Fairchild, Lightwood. I guess no Herondale, I'll give yep. you is just two words. Yeah. The only one that doesn't fit is Morgenstern. And you can tell it's because that's supposed to be Morningstar. Every other one is just like, uh, 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 my name is White Shelf. Oh, I'm trying to think of some more book shadow hunter names, but <laughs> it, uh, this... I mean, I will tell you, Simon eventually does become a shadow hunter. Lewis. <laughs> so, um, one was killed by a vamp and one was killed by a Seelie. And this, uh, sets the idea that maybe the Downworlders are uprising. Yeah. The okay. Downworlders are working together. Do they know any Downworlders? Well, I mean, they could have given them a, like, you know, with the whole, we have an apocalypse sword and killed a whole bunch of you. That's a good reason for people to work together. I'm more of the mind that maybe if you don't want to seem like you are the, the rulers of them, you shouldn't call it an uprising. Yup. <laughs> I don't, my, my brain can't quite come up with the word it would be, but an uprising really does set up the idea of where it's like, oh, the peasants have got, have gathered together. I didn't think that the shadow hunters were supposed to be in charge of them. Yeah. Like, they definitely were warring. That's why they have an accord. But I didn't think the idea of the accord is that, like, also, we are in charge of you. You are our serfs. Well... All right, this All right so Alec understands that he can't be in charge of the Institute because he is dating a warlock and he just saw all that racism in action. So. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's his, well, that's why he thinks he's not going to be, he, does, he can't get put in charge. Uh, and because he's dating a warlock, uh, well, not because he's dating a warlock, a warlock now has murdered someone. They're like, now we got, now we got the full set. A warlock has murdered someone. And we actually kind of get to see that like a little bit in action. Like a shadow hunter is strapped down to a gurney and he appears to like come up from being drugged. Yeah. Yeah. And he had getting pushed by a shadowy figure. So, ooh. Ooh. Uh, But because like, uh, because Alex dating a warlock, he can go and they, they decide the idea is let's get DNA from everyone. So which, we can prove that it's none of these people. Which immediately sets up a rough situation. Like, you, that's not great. Uh, but they're going to send Alec to Magnus, and Izzy's going to go to Raphael. I and... mean, it's not great, but it is what you would do in a real-life criminal investigation. The problem is, is that the as they say in this scene, the net they are casting is way too wide. It is way too wide of a net to be like, let's go around and just get DNA from people. It's But it's weird and complicated because it's not the shadow hunters as a group who are going to get the DNA. It is our main characters who just want to make sure that their friends are not implicated in this. And I don't think our main characters do a good job of explaining to their friends why they're... Like, it it is the plan of a child, basically. But it's hard... To be like, to like, as your friend, try to be like, no, 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 I'm here. Like, that's, we, the next scene we see is Alec going to Magnus, which I think is a very good scene of this. Because Alec 
knows this is a rough situation. He is awkward from the moment he walks in. Mm-hmm. Um, Magnus is kind of over- overcompensating for his trauma. Yeah. Um, but Alec knows this is a rough situation. And the idea is he's trying to be like, I am going to go in as a friend to mm-hmm. be like, I don't want you implicated in this. But it's hard to look at someone and be like, are you here as a friend or are you here as a function of this overbearing? Uh, I th- I think the piece that is missing is because it is very, very clear in the yeah. scene we see where our main characters decide to go and do this. Yeah. That they are doing this because they don't trust the organization they're a part of. Yes. And I don't think our characters necessarily understand that that's why they're doing it because not a single let me finish because not a single one of them says to their friend i am asking for this because i do not trust the clave not to throw you under the bus and i need to be able to protect you and this is the only way i can yeah no one says that because i don't think they understand that's why they're doing it well i think they understand that's why they're doing i think what we're coming down to as said there is that this is they believe that they don't wouldn't necessarily have to say that their their friends should understand that is where they're coming from mm-hmm. without understanding that for their friends, they do not understand that's where it's coming from because, because it comes down to there is a trust there that one side believes is implicit, but the other side does not agree with, which I think, as I said, is very well done in these sequence of scenes by, it is a, I think it's a, I think it's a misunderstanding but a very conscious misunderstanding that mm-hmm. makes sense. One side believes there's more trust than the other side believes there is. I do agree with where you're coming from. I think when I was watching the episode, it felt to me like the Downworlders were too much of a homogeneous group, mm-hmm. all being against it. I think I, and like I know Luke was the one who um, offered his DNA off the hop because yeah. Luke is a cop and he understands that. But I think I maybe needed one of the conversations. Ma- to- I, am, I am confused that S- Simons was the one that felt the most out there. But Simons Jewish. So here, so yeah, so Simon's scene when Clary goes to him. Well, I, here's here's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, Magnus makes sense. Magnus makes sense. Magnus has been around forever. He has seen those, and especially Raphael, because Magnus has just been traumatized yeah, by the clave. Raphael makes sense. The problem is that there's no character on that side that would make sense to be the one to be like, yeah, no, cool, it's totally chill. Like I know, who I, would it, like who would it be? I, I honestly, I think reasonably, it would be Dot. Except they do weird stuff with her. Well, except for Dot, they never go to Dot. Well, oh, no, exactly. she does. She well, does. They mentioned to go to Dot off screen. Yeah. Um, but she also is a warlock who's been, like, she says she's been at the, like, the Salem Witch Trials. You know who I think actually would do it? Um, Meliorn. Uh, I think if Izzy went to Meliorn and was like, I want to do this to protect you from the clave, he would be like, yep. Yeah, Meliar might do it, but like the the scenes that they pick are the ones we need to see. The, so yeah, or maybe it's because they already used Luke. Like so, Luke would have been the one who would have understood. Yeah. So Clary goes to Simon, um, and Simon. So Simon makes uh, Simon, Simon Simon makes Holocaust comparisons. Now, what I wrote when I wrote when I saw these things, like there are plenty of good reasons not to give in when you are being profiled in such a way, mm-hmm. and many can be taken from the Holocaust itself. I need to make sure it's very clear here. I think the story Simon tells is not 
the most applicable story that could be told from the Holocaust as to why not to give your DNA. Because yeah, he, he tells there... a story about, like, um, at some point uh, in Poland, uh, uh, people came around and they put up um, Stars of David, stars in, the of David in the window to, like, signify which ones are Jewish bakeries. Yeah. And, like, yeah, the it's such a weird little thing where I'm like, I feel like that story, which is a show of fascism signifying people as different is not quite the same as this situation. Do you think it would have been better if he had told a story about one of his grandmother's um, relatives agreeing to do medical testing? To prove that she is Jewish. Yeah. Yes. I think, I think if it was more of one time they extended the information that they were Jewish and then that came back to bite them. Not that they were, like I guess not. Some... Not well. His Simon's story is about how things escalate. Yes, it sounds smaller than it escalates. Yes, which like which is a perfect setup for what will come later. Anyway, so they go out and try to get DNA. No one really really agrees. Um, uh, and then in a really weird cut, we ha- Clary's talking to Simon, and then we hard cut to Clary walking home and Simon calling her. And apparently Simon has been calling her like every 5 minutes on her walk home and he's like, "Oh man, I should have walked with you." Yeah. But it didn't know. seem like they were fighting. Like he explained the story and Clary went, "Oh, I should not ask for your DNA." <laughs> yeah, it feels like Clary could have stayed the night. Yeah. Uh but anyway, we have to set this up so that Clary can be attacked by this mystery person who attacks someone who's on a phone talking to someone. And I'm, I mean, I guess Clary is a famous shadow hunter. I was going to say, like, I don't understand why this person understands that Clary is a shadow hunter. She's not doing shadow hunter things. Well, but she's very famous. And also the tattoos. If only Jace hadn't put that first tattoo he gave her on her neck. <laughs> the thing about shadow hunters is you can tell them because they're covered in tattoos. But they're not supposed to be. Nah. But on the show, they are. Uh, anyway, so attacked by this person. And this person, I don't know how they drug her. I don't know either. They, I was looking for like a like a dart or, or like a thing over the face. Or yeah. something. Instead, they like shoulder check her over a barrier, and she's already like drugged, f- fuzzy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a magical person. They're doing a magical thing. Yeah. They're, they're, so they're trying to drag her away, uh, but Simon has arrived to help, and he's going to bring her to, to the, the institute. institute. But before he does that. Max is gonna max. Max is gonna max. Yeah. So so the here's something that bugs me about him. So she's like, you're gonna do this. You're gonna do this training. And he's like, well, I don't like, or he's like, I want to get into the training right immediately. And she's like, well, she's like, she says, you have to have some discipline. And he's like, I want to do training immediately. You know, I was the best. They had to rewrite the training, the training things when I did that. The, the simulations. Like, they well, had to come up with new it, simulations. Now, what Izzy says is. Well, it's because you hacked them. What I heard was, well, so you cheated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I think they're trying to give him the... Like, he's so clever. He's the smartest kid of his age. Well, they're trying to give him the um, uh, the Star Trek Kirk hacked the... Um, Co- the impassable, Maru. yeah. But the point of that was that it's an unbeatable situation and he does not believe in unbeatable situations. Yeah. But this one just feels like, so were you top of the class or did you cheat? And the answer is... He cheated. He cheated. He's a little punk. <laughs> and I can't say the other word I want to call him. Don't worry. We'll move on to something else. Magnus is sad and drunk because his 
relationship is complicated. I'm going to be real. Most of these scenes I'm probably going to skip over. We cut back to Magnus and Dot hanging out about three or four times. And it's just them progressively hanging out more. There's getting more drunk. Getting more drunk. There's obviously some sort of like tension going between them. Because there's they do have a sexual history from yeah. a, an eon ago. Dot's like, hey, you should date a warlock. Isn't that much better? I, I don't care about Dot. I don't care about Dot either. And like make Harry Shim Jr. <laughs> is like pretty charismatic. He, like Jace, is pretty good at having chemistry with most people. Zero with Dot. Well, well, but I think that's almost on purpose. They don't have chemistry. They're just two drunk people that that almost kiss and then both go, well, yeah, they both, goes. they both go. Well, I mean, to be fair, she also goes, all right. Like, she tried and then he turned it down and she was like, ah, fine, whatever. I just, I feel like when Dot walks into a room, she sucks the air out of it. <laughs> it's because every time she enters a room, I have to grapple with the... The fact that she's the, alive? The, everything about her. Well, and the problem is, like, in the book series, there are so many warlocks who are so much more interesting than Dot. Economy of characters. The only other warlock we met is the one who wants to impregnate women. Well, there's also the what's-his-face. And the cat one. No, and she was the same one. That was yeah, the that was the one. same one. Um, Ragnar fell. I thought he was dead. Uh, <laughs> he's dead. He's not supposed to be. He's dead. He's supposed to be faking his own death. No, he's dead. Okay. I mean, he was fake. I can't remember what happened now because you keep on mentioning things that didn't happen in the show. I can't remember what's what anymore. <laughs> I should be able to. I only watch one show. Now, <laughs> so that'll happen throughout it. We're going to, I think we just skip Yeah, so we, we told you the storyline is happening. This is happening. Magnus is angry at Alec. But for, loves him so much. But loves him so much, so. Now, um, meanwhile, Simon has brought Clarion uh, to the Institute because she's still unconscious. Jace is busy both judging and appreciating Simon yeah. as a savior, but not a savior who has good information. Yeah, and so he's like, hey, but look, you, you gotta go. And Simon's and, like, but my girlfriend's drugged. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And then Imogen's like, boom, get him out of here. And Simon's like, I am not leaving. I've been here so many times. And I know when I leave, bad things happen. But unfortunately, Imogen doesn't sucks, care. So she just arrests him. And she doesn't just like, like, like hold him until like Clary wakes up, at which point I imagine they both would leave. Yeah. She, I think, has indefinitely arrested him. And like when she does that, Jace is like, well, that was kind of harsh. <laughs> and she goes, Downworlders cannot challenge our authority. So, so at least Imogen definitely believes that the that the Shadow Hunters are in charge of the Downworlders. Now, this leads right into another body being found. It doesn't matter. I think a vampire killed this Yeah, this one. time it was a vampire. At this point, we've done the whole set, so it doesn't really matter. So, Imogen has come up with a plan. Um... Apparently, we've always been able to track the Shadow Hunters by their ruins, except for every single time, every single character, including Clary, disrupts the tracking. Okay, let's 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 just do this tracking thing right now. Repeatedly, we have told the Clay can track the Shadow Hunters through the ruins. The Clay can track the Shadow Hunters through the ruins. Number one, apparently, if you can track them, you can track them terribly. Yeah. Uh, the. They have an anti-tracking rune they can use. They do. They have an anti-tracking rune that they, that like I I guess the idea like, like once again this is supposed to be hypocritical. It's hypocritical it on purpose. Um, but them being tracked through the runes is the first time I've ever heard because I thought they tracked them through their clothes and later they will track a non-shadow hunter through his clothes. Yeah. So 
apparently, did we even mention, they want to put tracking chips in the, the downworlders. Yep, because that's a cool thing. Um, <laughs> so, boom, there you go. When we talk, when, sometimes when people talk about the slippery slope, sometimes it's a very, like, slight down thing. Sometimes it's a full-on cliff and yeah. you go straight from... Let's collect their DNA to let's track them all. And to be fair, the clave didn't say let's collect their DNA. Our heroes just thought it was a good idea. <laughs> no, no, the clave did say they wanted. To, uh... No, no. Our main characters were like, oh, shit, we got to go save our friends. Yeah, the clave said every single downworlder is a suspect. Yeah. And then our, then our heroes were like, well, let's get their DNA so that at least we can get they are not suspects yeah, we're gonna narrow the pool a teeny <laughs> tiny amount <laughs> really we're going to save our friends yes so uh, alec basically I, storms out with this tracker well, news i want to take a moment here to say that this is a fine tension with the clave that if they had focused really hard on this mm-hmm. everything i would fine with because what we have here and especially they've been fine tension with valentine what we have is a clave that is oh that is you know, fashion overbearing with this more subjugating bent. Mm-hmm. This is for their own good. We have to do this. They don't understand. We are doing what's best for them. Versus Valentine, who's like, kill them all. Which means you can still have a clave that to Valentine seems is in, too weak. Is inept because they just want to subjugate. Yeah. We still have some weird things in the early one where it seems like the clave constantly was letting criminals go. Yes. Like could could because not solve they, a crime. They could not do a single thing to a criminal, even though we've seen that the clave is very willing to torture and kill <laughs> downworlders. Yeah. Too much. Too uh, much torture. So like it's it seems like <laughs> I do not know where Im- the thing is. We only get the clave popping in with single characters at times. Yeah, and Imogen is the one who's the most outwardly. I've said it many times, but she is fascist grandma. So this allocates this. Jace will take a random shadow extra we've never seen before and we'll yeah. never see again, and we'll. Go to a public <laughs> place where people have been drinking. I don't. I don't know what the. I what? Why was his first instinct? I'll go to Maya. Yeah. Why was? Why would he not start with Luke, who has been shown to work with the Clave? Yeah, and when Luke goes, no, then, then you can have me like, what? Why? Then Luke could be like, let me explain to you. Let let me give you an essay by Umberto Eco about Ur fascism. Now, uh, sit down, boy, and I'll talk to you about this. Obviously, this is like the truest encapsulation of a CW moment, which is why neither of us can pick it. Yeah. It makes no logical sense whatsoever why Jace would go to a bar <laughs> and announce to the bar patrons via Maya by that way, we're he needs to tag all of you. <laughs> And then he fights her. Yeah, they they get in a fight. I like how he's he, he once again brings up the well, but the clave can track us through through our roads. One, as I said before, terribly. <laughs> Two, that is your own organization tracking you. Yeah. You have to see how that is fun. Now, I think Jace does. I think the actor does a very good job portraying that Jace is really having a bad time with everything that he's doing. But Jace is trying really, really hard to have a normal family. He's trying to have a normal family. He's upset that Clary was attacked. He's got a lot going on. It doesn't excuse him trying to help implement fascism, but it does explain what he's doing. Yep. Because this is an inverse. Now we have Alec, who is the rule-breaking rebel, and Jace, who's straight-laced and following the rules. 
So Jace will be straight-laced and follow the rules, and he will fight Maya, and he will forcibly tag her without her consent during that fight. I, the other one grabs her. He actually shows no. Yeah. Yeah, the other shadow hunt, the one we've never seen before, never seen again, that shadow extra is like, bam, tag. And uh, Luke will give Jace some real talk about how this is too far. Like, oh, come on. This is this is how you start a war. What, <laughs> what is wrong with what is you, wrong you dumb with child? You? Stupid peep everyone everyone in the clave why didn't you talk to me first this is so um my one of my favorite lines from this is when is poor sweet dumb jace is like well it's only temporary and once the killer is found they'll we'll take definitely <laughs> take the trackers out and that's I, definitely what they'll do and i think jace has definitely been trying very hard <laughs> think, to believe that i think jace is trying his best to believe that is exactly what will happen that's what i mean by there's actually a kind of a good portrayal of how people slip into fascism mm -hmm. because he might honestly believe that and then when they're like no actually let's keep him in he's like well but what happens if there's another killer like the mindset is shown quite interestingly so uh, very sweetly jace had to go tag some downworlders yeah. so his best friend alex stayed behind to watch over <laughs> clary while she slept in her drugged stupor i mean there was literally no one else. <laughs> Izzy's <laughs> off. Simon's obviously in jail. What about Max? Oh, man. If I woke up to Max. <sighs> now, <laughs> it's good that it's Alec because Clary wakes up and he immediately spills all his guts about all the bad stuff that's been hey, happening. by the way, everything sucks right now, Clary. Simon is in jail and he's held in the valentine jail which might be the only jail this institute has and then the best thing ever happens clary storms down there and they're like <laughs> no and she goes i have clearance clary stores in storms in from an angle i didn't realize you go to this jail from because everybody's always <laughs> arrived through the glass side yeah she arrives through the side that has the door like the very small window you can't even see through it door and then never goes around to the glass, just shouts through the door. <laughs> no one's ever entered this. We've only seen it like three times, but no one's ever entered that way before. Look, Clary. Did they take the stairs? <laughs> I, think she, I think she was just that mad. And Alec is following her being like, Clary, the elevator. <laughs> you go in the elevator, you can go in through the front and you can see him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, at this point, everyone's just sort of collides. Jace gets confronted by Clary. There's people uh, dying. Another... Another guy is dead, and who was happened to be nearby? The only person who has been chipped. So of course she's the only downworlder you found, you idiots. <laughs> there were there were probably a bunch of other downworlders down there. When you track one person, they might be nearby, especially it's, when there was already another body dumped in that area. Exactly. She works at the Hunter Moon, like I, which is a downworlder bar that Shadowhunters yeah. patrol around regularly. Yeah, I would say, I would say, admittedly, yes, a second body being dumped around Hunter's Moon probably would push the investigation towards Hunter's Moon. But that doesn't. But the, of course, she'd be around there. But uh, Imogen, ooh, Imogen, obviously. Oh, this is proof. They've got a. And Do then this. Imogen does not have the courage to see her nonsense through. She decides to leave to go to Idris <laughs> and yes. tells Jace to make her proud. Oh, yeah. They they arrest Maya. And just like, oh, she also gets shouted at by Clary. She gets like, 
She's like, don't let a Jace, don't let emotion cloud your judgment. And then Clary's like, ahem, ahem, ahem. excuse Is me. Fear, not an emotion. <laughs> I'm I'm being I'm I'm kind of being a little bit mean to her with her coming in with an um actually. <laughs> but it is very <laughs> but much an um actually. It is a solid um actually. And it's a solid point. It's like, hey, stop doing this whole emotion thing. You're clearly afraid of downworlders because I guess you're just racist. Like you Yeah, don't, no, like, she is just racist. Like because your son was killed by Valentine, was killed by a shadow hunter. A shadow hunter. You don't you don't even have the thing that they sometimes give to people. Like I think they kind of gave it to Alder Tree. Yeah, where Alder Tree loved a downworlder and then she was driven insane <laughs> by her clan being yeah. decimated. She has none of that, hey, we could maybe possibly see the personal emotion in this thing. Nope. She's she's just a fascist. <laughs> Yep. So, um, yeah, then after all that, uh, she's like, oh, she being Imogen is yes. like, I, I'm out. Now, Max has taken up so much of Izzy's time that only now, a good, like, 20 minutes later in the episode. <laughs> it feels like a lot. Does she arrive to t- be go to Raphael and be like, can I have your DNA? Izzy, we've moved past that. I do feel like Izzy probably called Raphael and he was like, I'll think about it. <laughs> and then he was like, I'll meet you in this alley. Right, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you in the meeting alley. So they meet in the meeting alley and Raphael's like, look. Dude, a vampire would never kill someone and steal their ruins. Okay, I'm going to say, the evidence he gives for it... Is flimsy? Is flimsy as hell. (laughs) He's like, no, a vampire would never take a a Shadowhunter's ruins. You see, before the Accords... This is actually important to know. Shadowhunters hunted down worlds for sport. It really feels like the angels just sort of gave Jonathan Shadowhunter a bunch of things. And I was like, all right. Now you do what you do. We're gonna turn our back. Don't get racist. So to, this is a book storyline. Okay. Not all shadow hunters hunted for sport. Okay. And the ones who did were looked down upon. Uh huh. But you know, it, that's not the, helpful. The others didn't stop them. <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. They just judged them. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's a also a slippery slope. It's, it's a- just less of a cliff. <laughs> But not any better. No, it no, it fully sucks. If if the people that you are working with are hunting people for sport and you're like, boys will be boys, that's bad. But <laughs> you are bad. So the vampires, when the accords hit, banded together and decided as a group oh, they, they took the we important to note the va- shadow hunters who were hunting the downworlders, they took their part their monster parts as trophies. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so the vampires, knowing that the shadow hunters had once taken their monster parts as trophies, were like, well, that really sucks. Let's make a deal that we'll never take anyone's monster parts as trophies. They, yeah. They swore they would never let that happen again to anyone. I guess including the shadow. It just feels like he gave a really s- specific evidence to why this specific thing is happening. Now, it probably I... also, to me, implies that it's someone who's very, very old. Yes. Someone who might remember a pre, uh, like, that, that time and wants revenge for that specific thing. Well, not for that. Yeah. They're motivated but, by that. But knows that that is a way to take revenge that would be fair yeah. and appropriate. And also, someone's watching this conversation. Oh. I guess there's a cut that shows that. And also, Raphael, so... um. Is he's like, oh my goodness, what a terrible story. Raphael, do you know anyone who would suck that much? (laughs) 
And Raphael's I, like, oh, I well, probably I mean, shouldn't I tell the, you this. But. I guess in the 80s, when we were in a negotiation with the Clave, there was this Sealy person who was like, hey, you know, I bet the Shadowhunters would really hate it if we killed them and took their runes. And which Sealy <laughs> was that? The only one we know. Yeah, yeah. I called him Melchior. <laughs> Melchior is the character for Spring Awakening. His name is Meliorn. I mean, it's also just a name from other things. Uh, Meliorn. Of course, Meliorn, apparently back in the 80s, was like, hey, what if we killed him and carved off their runes? Now, back at the Institute, I think Jace did this on purpose. Otherwise, the Shadowhunters really suck at, like, prisoner control. Oh, because they have one cell and it's just... And they put Simon pets. and Maya in it together. I, I have to assume Valentine's in Idris, right? He has to be So in the hilarity of just Simon and and Maya doing like like romance talk of being like, well, you know what? I, I kind of understand what Jace is going through. And Clary, ooh, she really showed down Imogen. I like her. And then Valentine in the corner just like, shut up. Both of you, shut up. I can't believe I you're can't talking about my family. I can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> um, Maya, you know, is not pleased with Jace, but she understands him. She knows well, that he needs a real family. Well, yeah, she, she's, like, she's like, I can't forgive the clave, but Jace is truly doing this because he does not understand how to have a family. <laughs> so him... I think I could forgive. Not the clave, but him. And rightfully so, because the second Jace is given any form of control over the Institute, he immediately goes down and takes them out. Yep. It's I I the first thing I said was Jason Clary break him out. Then I'm like, no, they don't. Jace is in charge. He just undoes all the things that <laughs> Everything did. that his grandmother did, he's like, nope. 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 We're not doing that. Nope. Nope. He, and when I say he undid everything. He's going to undo everything. Including himself. Including himself. He's going to put Alec in charge at the end of this. <laughs> like, He's like, everything everything my fascist grandmother did must be destroyed. <laughs> so, um, uh, Izzy is doing the thing I mentioned earlier where she's tracking Meliorum through his clothes. So they can track... They just, uh, It's funny they already chipped them. Just get a piece of clothing from yeah. every downworlder just in the city. Just go steal their property. That's a thing that cops do. <laughs> yeah, just claim imminent domain and take all their <laughs> shoes. So they track Meliorn to the docks. Wait, hang on. Wait, couldn't they track him with their hair? So the DNA they get could also be? No, I think it's their property, not their hair. <laughs> I am so confused by this tracking thing. She says she took this shirt, this coat home. Because she loved him be so much, wore it to bed. Wore it to bed, and then she still has it. Like, this doesn't feel like this is something that's precious to him. It Maybe just feels it's his favorite shirt. You know when, like, a girl steals your favorite hoodie? <laughs> but <laughs> it just feels like he doesn't care about it. It feels like at this point it's hers. Well, that, I have a question. If someone took that from her, assuming it was hers because she wears it and then tracks it, are they actually tracking Me uh, Meliorn? I think so. That Which would is be, very fun. That would be very fun. I would love the idea of someone being like, all right, I got to get a, a, a prized possession from them. But it was actually like a like a some, gift or it belonged to someone else. Belonged to yeah. someone else, and they're like, "What? I'm not tracking the right person." Oh no! Oh man, what what, what do I have to do here? Speaking of tracking, that little creep Max is following them. Oh yeah, he, oh, he was going. Okay, to he tracked Izzy off of a hairband 
off of a hair elastic. Her favorite hair elastic. I I can't keep doing this. I hate this. <laughs> so <laughs> he's tracked because he's a little punk. Uh, and Izzy basically puts him in a corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now they rush after, uh, towards the blood that, uh, Raphael was smelling and mm-hmm. they find, uh, Millyorn over a dead body. But it turns out that Millyorn was tracking someone. Yeah. He's like, it is a Sealy and I'm dealing with, he's in his, he's also in his armor, which is the only thing we see him in anymore. Yeah. He's, he's only ever met now in battle mode. Yeah. And he, he is in battle mode. Yeah. The Sealies are going to clean up their mess. Oh, well, we're going to deal with this, uh. But he's like, I didn't kill him. Uh, Raphael's like, As oh, if. God, what is what? he? Well, Raphael is trying to figure out what are the workarounds that could get him to say I he could have had someone else kill him under his orders. He could have he, he could have uh, done the cutting off, but let him bleed to death. And I guess maybe you could make like this is what he's yeah. doing in his head, trying to figure out how Mel Yorn could get away with saying that. And Izzy just goes, mm, I trust that, him. That's fine. I mean, what you have to do is you have to get. Everyone's so bad. I would be very good with talking to fairies. <laughs> I say now. Having never talked Having to a fairy. never talked to a fairy. Um, but it feels like you just be like, Melyorn, say you didn't kill him or were involved in his death. Yeah. Like, if no one plays with the idea that they outright can't lie to make him say incredibly specific things. Right. Anyway, yeah. um, shocker of shocker, that little punk Max is gone. Oh, yeah, because the killer grabbed him instead. Duh. Okay, I want to bring this part up now. So, the killer's got Max. Yeah. And this is how much I hate Max. He says something that rightfully so I think anybody else probably would come off as, like, a little, you know, you're, like, you're being, uh, you're trying to protect yourself. You're trying to be, like, tough, which, which, yeah. is, like, which is, like, don't, like, don't you touch me. When Max said it. It sounded so racist. <laughs> I don't know what it is about about that, but it felt very much like, how dare you? It's because we know he's racist. Yeah. Uh, so so the, he comes to from his drugging. He yeah. is racist. And then um, it's Kaylee. Yeah. The killer is the only other Sealy we met this episode. You know, economy of I characters. I think the only other Sealy we've met ever. I mean, we met the queen, I think. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, the... So, yeah, so it's Kaylee. She's upset because her brother, Samuel, I don't know why that name jumped out to me so much, because her name's Kaylee, like K-A-E-L-I-E, and yeah. Melior, and then just, like, Sam. Anyway, he I think he was part of the charge. Yeah. Uh, and then he died, so, you know, she's upset, rightfully so. But she's taken out by killing just random people. And she's fight. now decided she's going to escalate it by killing Jace's brother, and, like, I know that Jace thinks of the Lightwoods as his family. This episode has been so much about the Herondales being his family. That, and, like, all of the Shadow World knows he's Jace Herondale. It just seemed weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that does explain why she very much wanted to kill Clary. Yes. Like, the, But Clary's the, also not his sister. Well, but she's close. Like, her, her desperation to kill someone close to Jace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was just jarring when she's like, I'm going to kill Jason's brother. And I was this, like, I guess so. This also means I think she dumped the body outside the Hunter's Moon, then went into the Hunter's Moon to have her interaction with Jace. Her negative interaction. Her negative. Well, she was supposed to be there, like, drinking with her friends. So she dumped a body, then went inside to, like... Drink with her friends. Drink with her friends. Uh, 
so cold, cold. Very cold. Uh, she's definitely cold because Izzy kills her. Very much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. And then she fills Jason Alec in about what happened and yeah. why. And... Oh, it's 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 far too bad that Izzy was in rehab doing all this. Or they could have had the best Emmy in town probably figure out that none of the, <laughs> these were like – like they explained that she had werewolf claws and vampire fangs. And I don't know what she did to do the warlock death. So what this actually means is they didn't test any of the bodies for DNA. The only – yeah, the only thing – that well, we especially because they should have found that the DNA on all the bodies was the same. Yeah, like because I'm sorry, fangs and claws and don't especially like, when they're in dead. jars don't have DNA on them. <laughs> like, like she's keeping them in jars. Was just doing crazy things where she was getting DNA from people and putting that on them. Like it's <laughs> 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 this. Was once again, this is what I mean. This is what I mean my like fascist incompetence. Imogen decided we know who this is. We will use this as an excuse to regain our control over them and not actually investigate the murder. They did not investigate any of these deaths. You know what the irony is? Yeah. If our heroes had ever actually gotten their friend's DNA, they would have figured out very, very early on that it was all the same DNA. Like if they had actually gotten Magnus and Simon and Raphael's DNA. Yeah, they well... Presumably, yeah. Because Izzy would have run the test because they were running the test in secret. To... Yeah, and they would have figured out that that is the same DNA on every single body. Yep. But but apparently they were killed by a war. I am obsessed by the warlock death. What did she just burn them with like a lighter and they're like ah fireball? Mm, well, fireball. maybe she had because you know how the warlocks have a warlock mark. Yeah. Like, well, Magnus has his eyes, yeah. Ragnar had his horns. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she I mean, has a warlock mark that is like a weapon type one. Like she had a warlock's <laughs> horns or something, you know? <laughs> and like did a little like goring with it. <laughs> I, 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 it was a very specific warlock. Yeah, yeah. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like likely what actually happened is that she, she just killed one just by killing... Just, she just choked one out or something. Mm. And the, the Imogen was like... They're like... Oh, well, I mean, this one was just killed by being strangled. And she was like, mm, warlock. Maybe she, like, blew some uh, some glitter on one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, ah, Magnus. <laughs> so, um, Jace, seeing um, how close they got to fascism, was like, I need to put, someone needs to be in charge of this institute who, like. Who is stronger and smarter than me. Stronger, smarter, more connected with the downworld. Because as, as he says, he's like, it's good to remember that we are all cross sections of a Venn diagram of like a human angel and demon. <laughs> right? Like there are demons and they're to deal with, but we're also but they also half human, just like we are half human. <laughs> uh, so he's gonna do that, and then Alex is also gonna be like, "Go get those, go get the tracker out of my <laughs> dear God, Jace, go get it, go get it." Uh, this um, is all wrapped around Simon's gig starting. Yeah, so Simon's gig is great, and all of his vampire cult members showed up oh, to yes, watch. Oh, yes, yes, Simon's cult Raphael. Raphael's the weird one. Yep. I'm, oh, everyone's there, by the way, everyone. Oh, my God. I and mean, it, Maya gives Clary a free drink because she is so appreciative of Clary's fire. And if you're curious what music Simon plays, it's that, like, it's Avicii Ed DJ. It's new, it's new Ed Sheeran. It's, well, Ed Sheeran has always played his music alone with a looper, which is what Simon uses. I know. Well, I'm thinking of not like plot, like Ed Sheeran, when it's like A Team and uh, 
The other well, one's from Plus. But even when he was doing that, though, he was, like Simon, playing yeah. alone and just looping his own music. Well, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I more of meant that, like, his his specific style is that DJ, I don't want to go like Avicii or... I don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't care either. <laughs> <laughs> so Jace removes the chip from Maya. Alex goes to see Magnus. And he tells Magnus that Magnus was absolutely right, and it's very cute. Yeah. Uh, and Jace... In his <laughs> removing the chip from Maya, they have to have some chemistry going on. This is the weirdest segue ever. Oh, well, the problem is, the, yeah. They move locations somehow? Well, they don't move locations, but we literally have this scene where, where Jace is like, like, she's like throwing out garbage in the back of the Hunter's Moon. Yeah, and then he removes the chip. He removes the chip, and he's, he's, he's like, oh, you probably shouldn't go in there. People will kill you. And then we cut to a very, very short scene of Alice and Magnus. And then we cut back, and all of a sudden, they've, like, crossed. Like, they're in different positions. And they're, like, weirdly far apart. And, like, their emotions have shifted. Like, it feels like there should have been a little bit of banter in between that they just yeah. cut out. But instead, they're suddenly in different positions. And, Jay, and Jace is like... Uh oh no! What is it? Like Maya's like, don't think I'm gonna say thank you, thank you. Yeah, like it, it instantly has just shifted up in tension, uh, which eventually leads to uh, to obviously Maya essentially daring Jace to kiss her, and then they basically have sex in an alley. Yeah, yeah, but it means a, nothing. A physical relationship begins, and this. Other than the Alec and Magnus one, I'm very into this relationship. It's a second favorite relationship. Second Although favorite. I am also very into Clary and Simon. They're schmoopy and annoying, but very good together. <laughs> the, Clary and Simon are too, like, un, unsteady in how much I like them for them to be anywhere above third place. <laughs> yeah. In the line yeah. of things. So, they they have sex in an alleyway, and then we've, we've solved fascism. Great. Hey, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. For this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where maybe Logic was only going along with their fascist grandmother's plan to get Grandma out of the house so they could run wild? <laughs> the instant Grandma left the house, the kids were like, yeah. Welcome to socialism. <laughs> we respect everyone. Bam! <laughs> There's no bad guys here, Grandma, except for you. <laughs> um, I did. This is from early in the episode. So Kaylee comes into the Hunter's Moon. Yeah. She orders a tequila shot. Yeah. Then Jace is like, make it two. I'm paying. Yeah. And then Kaylee proceeds to pour a shot on Jace and then just walk away. So Maya takes the other one. And none of this <laughs> makes any logical sense, Did including Maya drinking while she's... And Maya pours the second shot after Kaylee storms away. Is that, I, thought Kaylee, I thought Kaylee dumped one shot and took the other one. But then where did Maya get a shot from? I thought she just poured a third one. She should not be drinking on the job. She's too responsible <laughs> for that. Her dad's a cop. It, do, it does feel... <laughs> Luke is also her dad. Yeah. Oh, man. Luke, if, good thing Luke isn't Jace's dad, because then <laughs> there'd be so much spiritual incest. It's true. Um, no, I thought I, I must not have been paying attention. I, I thought that she, she did the thing where it was like order two, dump one, take the other, but maybe she was just like, no, this is better for me. I do. Th I do think the second shot had not been poured yet. I, 
Do you think she was getting a, trying to get an alibi? That's why she was in the hundred. I think she just didn't care. I think she just didn't care. I think she's like, cool, dump dump my first body today. And I think she thought she could get away with it. She's so clever. I mean, she she definitely would have if not for. Honestly, Meliorn probably could have dealt with this. Yeah, Meliorn would have caught her. Well, Izzy was the one who got the killing blow. She wouldn't have taken Max. Like, she probably had some other ones. And I think Mel, and then Meliorn, I think Meliorn could beat her. I think so too. And I think yeah. Meliorn could have surprised her by not agreeing with her and yeah. executing her. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think the, the what, what it comes down to is that if we had just waited, everything would have <laughs> figured itself out. <laughs> As it does. The. Sh- Shocking, the downworlders would deal with themselves. Ooh. Ooh. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Yeah, so <laughs> we didn't talk about this scene that much, but when Simon's confronted by his vampire cult, the way that it's blocked is two vampires walking in opposite circles around him and nearly bumping into each other a few times. It's so awkward. They wanted to, it's funny, they wanted to do the like, the menacing like circling thing. But the thing is, I think you can only do that with one person. And if there's another one, they have to be so much further back. These two are on equal footing, doing equal circles. And every time they pass each other, they have to be like a, huh? Like, shuffle by. Okay, okay. It's, it's so weird and awkward and uncomfortable. It's so true. <laughs> it was it was not threatening. I I was just very confused. You know, there's a lot of incompetent people in this episode, well, and, and have, that includes these vamps. And they have the camera moving with them, so it's a little bit of dynamicism, dynamicism, uh-huh. whatever you want to call it. A little it. bit dynamic. A little bit dynamic. But I like to imagine the camera just sitting back and watching two people <laughs> go in circles <laughs> around a man with two other people standing off in the background right it's not threatening no but luckily it's not supposed to be threatening because there is cult no yeah it's also confusing why they're being so threatening when they're his cult they're like we want to join your gang and we're going to do it by big (laughs) dogging you you? i mean i think that's the only way the vampires know how to be they've been trained they know how to do it they're hiding behind a dumpster waiting for him (laughs) to come out It's very good. It's very weird. Very weird scene. And I hope we see more of Simon's cult. So, do you hope we see more of Simon's cult? Let us know on the social media. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA on Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And please, friends, give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. Show how we tied you over between Riverdales by talking about Shadowhunters, which definitely no one else is dedicating a podcast to this TV show. <laughs> give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. And uh, if you are in Edmonton this next weekend from when this uh, episode comes out, I will be up in Edmonton for the Comic Expo. I have a table. I'll be selling some books. Uh, I'll be selling early release copies of Ink for Blood. Ooh, probably. If they make it <laughs> if here. If they make it here in time. That's the plan. But the supply chain. <laughs> but maybe that'll be there. Either way, you can come see me. Uh, that's the, the upcoming weekend, uh, 16th, 17th, 18th. Yes, that is correct. Fantastic. I know where I'm going places. And if you're not in Edmonton, just follow Kevin's adventures on his social media. Yeah. 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 yeah my social media. I think I've ever said my social media on this podcast. You can find his social media by going to his website. <laughs> KevinWeirbooks.com. And I'm over at flimsyplan.com. All right. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll see you next week. 
Is the Downworlder uprising over? Will the Clave accept Alec as the leader of the Institute? Will Max ever not be a little For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast?